Welcome, campers. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. There are many things I'm not, Bryce. Okay. One of them is a mechanic. Oh. I sure wish I was, though. I, I have found that I'm becoming a me- uh, an, an amateur mechanic. An amateur mechanic? Yes. Like a, just recreate, just as a hobby. Nope. You're a hobbyist. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do you have like a, an old vintage car like you're tinkering on in your garage? I have an old vintage car. <laughs> yes. Am I tinkering yes on that yes. car? No. I, oh, okay. am, I, am I mopping up the antifreeze that leaks out of it? Yes. Oh, are you pushing it out because it doesn't start to get the other car in? Almost. <laughs> it starts. It just doesn't keep the antifreeze in. Oh. Yeah. No, huh. I've, I've definitely become an a, a amateur mechanic. So Again, like a part-time diesel mechanic. So far, yeah, basically. I mean, uh, the, the car in the garage that's an antique is a, is a diesel. But I've worked on Amy's car. I've worked on my truck a bit, which is also a diesel, but not the engine. And mm. then uh, recently, yesterday, I worked on Lexi's car. She's oh. got a little Scion yeah. uh, TC. And I thought you just had to change the oil and the tires on that one. No, dude. I had the valve cover off what? yesterday. Yeah. No way. This is what makes me a mechanic. You just had to pull off that big plastic thing that says 16 valve TTI, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? And that was it? And then it fixed it? It's fine. <laughs> well, it's so funny because, like, uh, Lexi called. She's like, My car's vibrating. She was driving to work. And she's like, My car's vibrating. And I don't know. And, and then her, to get to her, the place she works, she's at a, works at a coffee cart. Uh, you get to the top of this really big hill, mm. and then it's all downhill I to know. the place. And I'm like, Did you get to the top of that hill? And she goes, Yes. And I'm like, just coast down, and I'll <laughs> I'll come by and look at it. Yeah, get to the house. Yeah. So anyway, I have a little chip thingy. I plug it in. And oh, the OBD reader yeah, thing or whatever. Yeah. And it gave me a misfire on cylinder one. And I was oh. like, what? We just dealt with this with Amy's car. And so I'm like, all right, I know exactly what to look for. Practice. Training. So I got it going. We, we got it home. I was driving it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's definitely misfiring or something's going on. And it just feels like like it's not good. Just shuddering. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But it is a misfire, so I'm like, I'll trust it. We got it home. It kind of stopped shuddering or whatever. It must have warmed up enough to just go through mm. it or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I, I had to take apart the, the valve cover gasket that needed to be replaced. I, there was like oil mm. in the spark plug holes. Oh, that's not good. Not supposed to have oil there, which is why oh. I think the gasket oh, okay. thing. So anyway, I, I did that yesterday. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Has it moved since? Yeah, she's been driving it. And it made it where it needed to go? Yeah. Wow. Dude, no code thrown or anything. You are an amateur so, mechanic. Yeah, it's done that. Um, you know, fished a little. Fished a little bit this weekend. Just a short session. Mm. But, but dude, it's getting there. Early spring, those bugs are starting to hatch. In about a month, it's going to be on. It is going to be ridiculous. What's going to be on? Emails? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Office desk time? Yes. Chair time. Chair time. Mayfly <laughs> hatches. Chair oh. time. Midge hatches like crazy. I was thinking about We'll see if I did it. But uh, I'm thinking about this week, which was be la- listener last week. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about taking the camper down to the... To the 
Clackamas, the mouth of the Clackamas, the Willamette yeah. there. Yeah. And just do some plunking for steelhead. Oh, yeah. Spin and glow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The big old weight. Yeah. Big old triangle, triangle weight. weight. So, yeah. Oh, you should. Because, like, I can toss it out there, <clears throat> sit in the camper, and work, work yeah. and have, like, a pop can. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. So, yeah. We'll see. I like it. Because the dog's on Adventure Week this week. So, and I want to, I want to teach Whoa. Isaac how to uh, navigate uh, a river. So I told him we need to float the Clackamas mm, and we'll, yeah. we'll uh, teach him how to row down. Yeah. So I'll, I, I, Friday, fun. Friday would have been good. This last this Friday would have been Friday beautiful been day. Yeah. Not listener Friday. So, yeah. Um, hmm. And then. Did you see this news thing? Wh- what do you got? Do you see that people are cloning their Instagram influencer pets? <laughs> oh, so the, the the pets that gave them the business and the followers. So like they had a dog, yeah, or right. they had a cat or yeah. a parakeet. We've or we've a, followed a few of those a, in my household. A gecko, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pet inevitably dies. Sure. These yeah. influencers that have major brands built around them and right. massive followings and brand ambassadorships, mm-hmm. you can clone your pet. So it doesn't bring back the same pet. Huh. Like it looks the same, has the same DNA, yeah. genetic coding. Like its uh, demeanor and yeah. its personality might be different. Its name might be different, or its name might be the same. Like you can decide that. <laughs> if you're obviously. cloning, but it's gonna look the same. So yeah. you can just keep you can just keep it going for the gram. The gram, because nobody knows about the personality of the dog. No, it's <laughs> freeze frame. How much would you think that costs? To clone your animal? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's got to be a ton. I bet it costs, I don't know, $50,000. That's correct. It Is it really? 35000 for cats. Are you serious? Dogs are 50000 That was a total guess. Yeah. It what? got me kind of sad, though. Because? Because uh, I got thinking about when River just got his testicles removed, but someday he's going to die. And then should I get ready to clone him? <laughs> Here's what of I, your pets you've had, your dogs, uh-huh, as yeah, a yeah. child or an a, adult. I've had three dogs in my life. Okay. Okay. If you could only clone one of them, ooh, ooh, one of the two that you don't have, let's let's not offend the live dog. Wait, I can't choose Deacon. No, because you have him. Oh well, that's a no-brainer. It would be Baker. Okay. Because he's the other golden retriever. <laughs> oh, and the other one is a different, <laughs> yeah, different yeah. breed, yeah. different dog. Yeah, I was just talking about, so I used to have a dachshund named Peanut. A wiener dog? Yeah. Okay, this is when you were a kid. Yeah. Okay. And I wanted a dog in the worst way, and my, my mom uh, is not a fan of the dogs. Her, okay. So her mom raised Boston Terriers. And oh, so, those ones have beards? No, no, no. They're the ones that are white and black and real, and they have a little bit smushed face, and they bark yeah. a lot. <laughs> the kind of round, smushy face? Yeah. 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 Okay. And anyway, so she's just not into This dogs. is your grandma. My grandma. Okay. Yeah. And so that obviously affected how, what my mom thinks of dogs and stuff. Yeah. 30 dogs in your house your whole life. Kind of, mm. yeah, it's a thing. Sure. So anyway, but we got, uh, my dad brought home a puppy one day and it was just like, you're excited because I just, it was a dog. So was it the dog I would choose? No, but it was the dog I got. Okay. Yeah. Well, that made that choice pretty easy. Yeah. Baker. Baker. He's a, he was a good dog. So. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I mean, I could see people are doing anything for the gram. <laughs> Dude, I used to the see it. There was a guy that used to dress up like his dog. Like, he sort of looked like his dog a lot. And he would dress him up in suits, and he would wear a suit. 
and like it was a thing for a while. Hmm. Yeah, and it was so hilarious. Like it kind of messy hair dog. Yeah. And this guy was all bearded and messy haired. <laughs> it was very cool. It was hilarious. Huh. Yeah. So you'll have to do that with River. I might have to do it. And I just I'm gonna try not to be too sad thinking about him being gone right now. <laughs> Since he's here. Since he's here. But <laughs> young you know, and healthy. He's healthy. <laughs> all right. Let's grab a cooler. All right. So we got a cooler, but Bryce, I have a confession to make. All right, what's that? A while back, I said I was done going to garage sales. Oh shoot! Did you fall off the wagon? It's it's garage sale season. It's <laughs> early, it's early sailing. You season. made this like I'm done with this outside of garage sale season. Yeah, and it was easy when I didn't see any. Mm-hmm. And then I saw an estate sale, mm-hmm. and I went and I got these glasses. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got these quarter. A quarter. But aren't these kind of, they're worth the 50 cents, right? Yeah. 25 cents each. Dude, heck yeah. So, so what are we having? Well, Coors a little sick, so we have a screwdriver. She ordered some orange juice. Yeah. 100% OJ. Yeah. And so I was like, well, we could make this for yeah. a mid-morning snack yeah. treat. But I think you got to have a fruit Whoa. garnish. Dude. Mine needs to be stirred. Oh, yeah. It does need to be stirred. Because I didn't make them very strong. I even poured them out or measure, <laughs> measured with the jigger and everything. Hold on a second. Let me mix. I'm using my orange slice to uh, mix it up. Yeah, it does need a stir. That's that's for sure. But I, I got a comment. Your presentation is next level. Like, you got the orange garnish. Thank you. Nice little, uh, very short-stemmed glass. You could get this at brunch, and they would probably charge you... Mm, eight I mean, if, if you were at a fancy brunch, like oh, you could 12, 12 bucks, 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. or if you were at the bar, just the dive bar, three fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends more on where you are mm-hmm. than what's in it. But it's pretty good. This is a, I should have written down what kind of vodka this was. This is made in Oregon City. It is? Yeah. Really? It's got some bearded guy on it. Trail distilling, maybe? Never heard of it. Yeah. Huh. So, okay. That's what we got. That's my confession and Camp Cooler. <laughs> Cheers. All right. So you're already an amateur part-time auto mechanic. Yes. I thought we would talk about things that maybe you wished you'd have learned. Mm. I don't think we have enough time to cover my whole list. Well, we don't need to go deep. We can go wide. All right. So I, I started out with a couple examples here, right? Music. Mm-hmm. Very good. Much more. Like, I wish totally. I'd have been the kid that valued piano lessons from the age of four <laughs> through 14. I'm not sure if my mom listens or not, but I'm going to say, yeah, me too. Because I quit. that will give you the ability to sight read music. You could just yeah. play the piano. You could play any other instrument. You would have the foundational knowledge of yeah. allow you to play anything. Now yeah. it's kind of a struggle bus because I've been thinking yeah. about getting a violin again because I played violin in fifth grade. Huh. Not for play, just one year. Not play it like first chair, second <laughs> chair. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I was getting, I was trading in a guitar a few weeks back, and I yeah. we had to wait for a thing because like I didn't think about when you trade something in, they have to like 
write stuff down to make sure you didn't steal it, which totally made sense when he, he started going through the process. Like, yeah. It was a music store, but it's like the same process as like if you were pawning something, right? You don't want anybody uh, to be sure. able to just go in and yeah. sell something they've stole. Right. Stolen. So I was like, oh, okay. So I had to like walk around while he did the paperwork and I picked up a violin because I played a violin in fifth grade. And I was like, is this going to sound as bad as the first time? Like I'm already getting goosebumps and I'm like, is this going to sound as bad as the first time? And actually pretty good. You pretty good. No way. Yeah. I made the noise and I moved it and made different notes and all sorts of stuff. It was really good. So that's awesome. I think I'm going to, I would love to know how to play the violin. In fact, uh, years and years back when Amazon was fresh and new, yeah, I bought a violin on Amazon for $65. Really? Yeah. A new one. Mm-hmm. Chinese cheapy. I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And? I uh, I just gave it to my dad recently. Oh. Does he play it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I've been looking on eBay to see if I could find one that's, you know, because I imagine that would be something that a lot of people buy or have mm. and have played. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Ugh, I'm not going to do anything with this. I wonder if, though, they would set a reserve or something, because a lot of times they, you know, I think people overvalue their instruments. Yeah, that's true. Right? I think I'd done that with a trumpet that we bought for Isaac. Mm. You're like, it's shiny. Oh, and it was, I think it was like, I don't know, we bought it through the music program, right? It was like a thousand bucks or whatever. It was a lot. You know, you pay over the monthly thing. Yeah. By the time you add it all up, you paid them a thousand dollars for this trumpet. But it was a really good one. Yeah, it was one that had they had he continued playing, would have taken him to like through high school, you know, like through yeah. that level. Did he? Did it come with like a plunger in the case, or did you just have to use like the bathroom plunger? To you get mean that the mute? Wah, wah. Yeah, the mute thing. Yep, like that. that? Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't need any of that. You can just use your mouth really? as it turns out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't even need a. Trumpet. Some people use that. Like I think there's a lot yeah. of. Yeah, I didn't he didn't ever have a mute. His okay. teacher was like, "Nah, we don't do that. We play the instruments." Mm. Yeah. Okay. Which I admire. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I think I walked you through that whole process one time we talked about instruments. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, you played the violin too, right? And the saxophone? Oh, I wish. I played the clarinet. <laughs> the clarinet. Yeah. Good golly. <laughs> Reference episode number blank. something. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so music. That would be an example. Another one that I wrote down here was welding i really okay. wish i knew how to weld really yeah you know it's funny. what what's the reason because i could weld up something to put the can the propane tank on my camper mm-hmm. i could weld up a bumper for my car could weld in you know and fit in there like yeah. a winch or something huh i don't i don't have the metal art really? metal art yeah never no, I I don't know. I mean, you did that whole rack system get up. Yeah. You could have done some... Zero you know, welding. You could have. Well, I actually asked a friend of mine um, to weld the rack. I designed it. And I'm like, hey, I want yeah. you to do this. And he's like, hey, man. And I'm like, I'll pay you, obviously. Like, you know, go for it. He's like, you don't want to pay me. It would cost way too much. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, just get this stuff. For his time. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not your time. You don't have a time cost. No. If you're doing it yourself. But the problem is, or essentially it's like, he goes, look, you can just bolt this together. And it it, it was way quicker is mm. what I'm getting at. And it's not as custom. I think it's extremely custom because it's like Legos, right? I can add yeah. and change it. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, okay. 
but yeah, I think it's cool. I I admire uh, the the desire there to to weld. I think it's cool. I just don't want to. I had to have my neighbor fix a rake the other day, a pitchfork. Yeah, a couple of tines on my pitchfork fell off. Well, um, I had a friend fix a pitchfork that you backed into. The one I bought you, the new one. Yeah. Oh, whoa! That's a win for you. Yeah, stupid tax is what that's <laughs> called. Yeah, you you broke the pitchfork but saved the building, so that's good. You didn't yeah. hit the shop. It was fine. It's a long rig. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so what about you? What anything you would have wished to, to yeah. have learned? I definitely would want language. Like um uh, like, like French. <laughs> French. <laughs> wow. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> Je parle Je parle Français. Français. Parlez-vous Français. Je m'appelle Je m'appelle. Uh what do I say? Je m'appelle. Bref. Je m'appelle Berrice. <laughs> How do you? That doesn't sound very French. <laughs> Je m'appelle. My Je, name is. I know, but Berrice. Berrice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I turn, do it on Babel. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have uh, Duolingo. Oh yeah. And then there's one called Michelle Thomas, and it's what? a it's a uh, it's like one of the best okay uh, voice learning what voice it's a language learning app. Okay. But it's Michelle conversational. Thompson? Michelle Thomas. Okay. This dude that he Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Michelle. He's okay. probably French. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I had Duolingo and I got to 11% fluent and I was like, I know nothing. Yeah, I know. I felt like it games it. It's like, look, I yeah. don't know this stuff. So yeah. Babel, I felt was, it must be more like Michael Thompson's. Um, <laughs> Michelle Thomas's Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Thomas. Thomas, uh, where it's like you actually feel like, oh, I'm kind of learning some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like app and it's, it's conversational based and all that. It's it's actually really dry, but oh, the humor, yeah, like the 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 it's pretty boring to listen to, but basically it's conversational. Yeah, so the the teacher is is saying things, and there's a good student and a bad student. Ooh. And so you end up learning by correcting the bad student because you're like, look, dude, it's this. Hmm. And that's a, that's what teaches you. And yeah. then you mimic the good student and you usted. correct the bad. Usted. <laughs> exactly. Usted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I really – I did take Spanish in high school. I think that was fun. Um, and I didn't take it very serious mm-hmm. and I regret that. Yeah, me too. Cause I love, I love speaking Spanish. I just don't know how very good. So one of my well, regrets. Yeah. And then you don't have confidence and then you're not embedded in it. Yeah. But I think so. if you lived in, you know, a Spanish speaking country or whatever context for, mm-hmm. I bet you in six months, dude, I could be almost fluent because it's one of those things. If you have a base and you're forced to speak it, mm-hmm. you, you're going to learn. Like You just will. I think it was, I was watching something when I, a long time ago, I went to Mexico, and I was mm-hmm. watching TV with like closed caption. I can't remember if it, I was listening to Spanish and mm-hmm. watching closed caption in English, or if it was in English and I was watching closed caption in Spanish. Yeah. But the combination of those two things for yeah. me really, really was helpful. People have said, uh, my friends in Ecuador, they've said, um, watch a movie that you've memorized in Spanish. Mm. And so you'll know what they're saying in in that yeah. part of the movie. Garden State. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, I just, 
I've never like that's the thing. It's like if you don't live in that context, you don't use it. So yeah. you will forget language that you you know you're not using. But anyway, that's like one any for skill. Sure. You, if you're not using it regularly, what's that? Gotta, like any skill. Yeah. Like you learn, you have to right. use it repeatedly mm-hmm. so that you can then mm-hmm. remember it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else? You got something? Uh, more coding computer. Computer, computer language. Computer That's language. That's another language. C plus plus. Mm. C- Java. Yeah. Uh, HTML five. Is that a language? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just so many of them. I mean, uh, yeah. there's just so many of them. But like, if if I had that comprehensive skill set, oh yeah. man, the world's your oyster. You go to mm-hmm. Ibiza and uh, just live. What's that? <laughs> Spain. And like you just live in oh. anywhere, anywhere, right? We're the digital nomad, remote learner. España, España, <laughs> Ibiza, Ibiza. You can you go speak to Catalan, Peru. You go anywhere where it's yeah. nice, right? Like you just yeah. go anywhere. You get your computer, and there you are. You work, do your thing. So I have a a, no a buddy hours. of mine that uh, did the the midlife reinvention, you know, and and he actually he did it really well. He met with a. a a coach mm. and like a career coach and paid quite a bit to, to go through this process or whatever. And, um, anyway, he ended up going back to school and, um, learned computer engineering. Mm-hmm. And, and so now he works with a company that does, they, they build software mm-hmm. and I don't know, he's project manager or something. I'm not exactly sure what he does, but ones and zeros, it's computer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, during the pandemic, obviously, they <clears throat> started working remotely and everything. And their work definitely translates to a remote work environment, right? Yeah. Well, it got to the point where the um, it wasn't very far in. The company said, we are not going back to the office. Mm. They they recognized, oh, we can save tons of money. Because yeah. they had a, an office downtown in Portland. Mm-hmm. Nice building. I'd been visited and everything. It was really like one of those cool, hip offices mm-hmm. where you'd walk in you're like oh this is a fun place to be cool break room cool furniture all this stuff right yeah yeah that's done but nobody wants nobody wants to deal with all that hassle and a headache of the time yeah and the cost and all that well and that's the thing that's the paradigm shift right so it's like so now he works 100 percent remote and he he just got back from like a i think it was a gosh did he say six weeks or four weeks but he was gone for, I think it was about a month. Hmm. He was in California and did a little road trip with his family. Went around. He'd work every day, mm-hmm. just like he would. And they would go and sightsee. And then about a week and a half left or so, he sent his family home, flew, flew him home. And then he drove back because he had a truck and trailer. Hmm. And he and he joined, I don't know, some, I can't remember the name of the app, but I've seen it. It's like a membership it's, oh, it's like hip, hip camp a little oh, okay. bit, but it's it, it's vineyards and golf courses. Oh, yeah. Harvest hosts. That's it. Harvest hosts. And so he joined that and he's like, dude, it was awesome. And mm. I would just go, it was by himself. He, he needs some away. I mean, he's got, you know, three kids. Uh, and well, his oldest daughter's in college, but um, his, he has twins. And so he sent them home uh, with his wife and then he had some alone time and just would like drive up to the next spot he would work and then he would have a day or so to himself and then he would drive to the next spot and do it all over again yeah so pretty cool anyway yeah i think more and more coding it we're 
coding. That would be good to have the skills because mm-hmm. it gives you just so many uh, the career fields just unfold tremendously, right? Yeah. So many so many jobs and stuff. But also you're seeing this like the pandemic uh, quote unquote winding down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like I saw an article from Gar- Goldman Sachs mm-hmm. where they're like, "Okay, we're going to go back to work in the <laughs> office." Yeah. And like half the people were like uh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like you get in this weird spot, and then I'm like, yeah. okay, as companies and organizations and leadership, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's very polarizing. Like certain industries, obviously, you've got to be there. Yeah, you, you know? can't serve. You can't wait tables, right, f- from the computer. You can't home. weld remotely. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of stuff like that. That service industries. Yeah, but a lot of things you can, mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. can have some hybrid flexibility and it right. doesn't matter. Right. It makes the warm chair theory of management very tough to enforce. Dude, and that got I feel like that got exposed big time during COVID. It's like the old school way of thought. If I go if I can't see you working, you're not working. Yeah. It's like, okay, listen. You look out the front window. Oh, their cars here. Check. They must yeah. be working. They're a hard working <laughs> employee. And they're down at the water cooler, you know. Yeah. So uh, huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? What else? Woodworking maybe would be another one, like a, a lathe. I am pretty good work woodworking. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just a curious person, so I think there's a long list of things that I would love to do, but um, this is this is an interesting. Uh, this isn't necessarily. Well, I guess it does fit your question. What do you wish you would have learned? I wish I would have uh, finished my bachelor's degree. Mm. However, the reason I didn't is because I didn't have direction. Mm. And so I was I refused to pay for an education that I didn't I wasn't going to use, right? Yeah. And so um <clears throat> I keep revisiting this in life or whatever. And like Keeps like it's coming up on the show. Well, and and it's like I I would love to you know, continue like plunk away at a class or two or here or there. Mm-hmm. Eventually you got to focus, you know, and, and like make a, a decision. But what about um, just going straight for your doctorate. Yeah. Dr. Bryce. Dr. Yeah. Ginther. Don't have any desire for that. I don't, I think the titles are weird. Like, so like you have a bachelor's degree, right? You graduated from college and then there's postgraduate. And so then it's like, what do you call a master's degree person? Just some more letters. Yeah. Just some letters. And then until you get your PhD, you don't get to be a doctor. Well, I mean, it's not much different than the than the than the invoice thing, right? Like the letters kind of convey credibility through a whole bunch of like yeah. you checked a bunch of these things. Right. And like the invoice says, Oh, look, they did a lot of stuff where it's like right. you you could be whatever and not have a same level of education. Yeah. Right. Technical education and certifications, mm-hmm. but have plenty of qualifications. But it just yeah. is like the fast track to the like, oh look at this name has all these things behind it. Well I don't it's know. it's so. interesting now. Even education is is like hackable, you know? You it's not it used to be about the experience and like mm-hmm. everybody went through the same kind of grind. Oh, like before the Zoom experience. Totally, dude. Like for before <laughs> everything e education. Yeah. I was just talking to a guy this morning. He's going to college and he's young and he's um, working full time. He's going to Eastern Oregon 
what is it? Eastern Oregon University. On the computer? Or on the computer, okay. completely virtual. I'm like, so you never have to go to school, like the, the actual college. And he's like, never, not even once. Hmm. And he's finishing his bachelor's degree. I'm like, dude, that's nuts that it's like that. So anyway, that would be that would be one of those things. But again, I wouldn't do that until I have a focused direction. Hmm. Yeah. You do it for the skill development, yeah. not for the experience. Not for the experience. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I can experience plenty of cool stuff in life without going to college. Fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we'll figure that out. Uh what about T V VCR repair? You know, I knew a guy that had a business back in the eighties. <laughs> Did he get his certification from watching the infomercial where it scrolled through all the career paths? <laughs> Acupuncture, HVAC, radio satellite controller, TV VCR repair. <laughs> yeah, dude, that guy is awesome. He is so entrepreneurial, but he uh, he had a little video like VHS store. Yeah. And there was a guy down the street that was fixing all these VCRs. And he would, oh no, yeah, he was fixing them. And so he would take his rental VCRs and send them to this guy. Mm -hmm. And he actually convinced the dude to show him what he did to recondition and fix these VCRs. And he did. Then he just did it. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I don't need you anymore. He just took the screws off the top. Yeah. Took off the piece of metal, blew it out all the dust. Yeah. Cleaned it up a little bit. Cleaned the heads on the reader thing. With some alcohol. Right. Rubbing alcohol. So this guy became, so then a side business in his video rental company was cleaning people's VCRs. They would bring their VCRs to him. Oh, wow. Because he's like, yeah, this dude down the street would clean everyone in town's VCRs. And so he's like, I just didn't want to pay for my VCRs to get cleaned. But what it turned into was another business opportunity. Side hustle. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Side hustle. Anyway, it's crazy. Mm. (laughs) So funny. Okay. Well. Got to keep learning. Gotta keep learning. What would you learn? Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us with questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breaking camp and join the Breaking Camp family today. Now get outside and have some fun.